Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. our fault if you are in the championship today we need to to go back straight away in the in the premier league and uh, not only going back straight away in the premier league but win win the championship when you look back at uh, our squad it's unacceptable to to be in the championship today with players from uh, juventus from barcelona everybody is under pressure at the club because um because everybody knows that Gino is ambitious and he wants to 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 make uh, to make big things uh, with uh, with Watford. Obviously, he has he has a good technique. He's so fast in one on one. It's really difficult to play with it, to play against him. So yeah, he has he has everything to to be a top top player. You've had probably the best centre back or one of the best centre backs in Premier League history in Vincent Company, Toby Alderweireld, Jan Vertonghen. It was the best company. Yeah. Wow, Camber, yeah. that's going to cause a debate in history. I think so, yeah. But better than Rio. Van Dijk. Yeah, of course. You're multilingual, so you speak uh, German, French, Dutch and English, right? I speak German. <laughs> you don't speak German? I thought, I thought you spoke German. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, thought, I thought as well. <laughs> <laughs> Hello listeners and welcome back to yet again another episode of the Beautiful Game podcast. Before we continue, I just need to remind you, if you're not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, make sure you hit that subscribe button. Also, at the bottom of this video, make sure you hit that thumbs up and help us to continue to spread the word of the Beautiful Game podcast. Now, as ever, I'm your host, Budge, and I'm joined by my faithful two co-conspirators, Dot and Dej. Gents, how are we doing? I'm good, Budge, man. We've missed you. <laughs> man, I've missed you guys, man. Honestly, I've had to look for on, on, uh, look from the sidelines, man. I've been yeah. on international duty, but um, happy to be back in the starting lineup. <laughs> As- yeah, bro. Yeah, I'm good, Budge, man. It's nice to have you back from the south of France. You know, you've got your little suntan on, so yeah, man. It's, I'm happy that the full complement of us are back, you know, doing what we love. So, yeah, it's good. 100%. And, of course, we are joined by a very, very special guest, 
this uh, gentleman has been a stalwart in the rear guard of the Watford defence ever since he signed in 2016. You know, he's played right at the top of the game in the, in, the, in the Premier League. He's played in various countries as well. And we also need to congratulate him because he very recently um, made his 100th appearance for Watford. And so without further ado, we welcome to the platform Christian Cabasele. Welcome, Christian. Welcome. Hi, guys. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you okay? Thank you for, for taking the time out to speak to us, Christian. No, you're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah, so just starting off, you know, it's a pleasure to have you on our platform. This is something we've been trying to arrange for a while. and You told us that it will happen at the right time. So, you know, thank you for, you know, being a man of your word. Yeah, it's normal. I'm like this uh, since I was born, I would say. And uh, it was my pleasure to, to, join you, uh, to join you tonight. Okay, yeah. So just kicking off, obviously, you've started a new season. Watford obviously got relegated from the Premier League, which was a pretty weird season last season, I would say, with obviously COVID happening. So if we're talking about the here and now, how would you assess your start to the championship season? Uh, I would say uh, average, average, to be honest, uh, because, uh, but it's more average in the positive way because we started uh, the preseason. The first uh, two weeks uh, with ten players because we had a lot of players uh, all, uh, all all over Europe. And uh, when they when they landed to uh, to UK, they had to um, they had to quarantine for for fourteen days, so they they couldn't join us for for the preseason. So it was really difficult the first uh, the first week. And uh, we lost a, lo a lot of players. Uh, a lot of players wanted to leave the club, so we didn't have our squad uh, ready since the start of the of the of the season, and it was really difficult uh, to work in a in a good way. But even with that difficulties, uh, we are uh, we are in good in good position. We we for sure we didn't play uh, the, the the best football in the league at the moment but we we are still uh, we are still uh, in a good in good position third uh, third in the league it's it's uh, it's it's um, it's not what we expect but it's uh, it's a good position to be to be in for the moment and uh, and there is uh, plenty room of uh, of improvement yeah so how, how was the feeling initially in the camp you, you know last season culminated in relegation it was a real season flooded with turmoil. So how was it going into the new season? Was the players confident or were you thinking, oh, we've got a long season in the championship? How was the mentality in the dressing room? Uh, in the beginning, we were, we were really sad, you know, uh, we, because uh, we didn't have a lot of holidays. So we didn't have time to, to switch off and come back fresh. I, I think uh, for a lot of players, we still had the relegation in our mind. Uh, but after two, two, three days, we we were uh, we were like, uh, yeah, we need to we need to go again. We need to do our work. We need to uh, to, to to clear out uh, our our mistakes because uh, it's our fault if we are in the championship today. We need to to go back straight away in the in the Premier League, and uh, I w not only going back straight away in the Premier League, but win win the championship. That's our goal. Uh, mm -hmm. Personally, I don't want to get promoted. I want, I want to win the league. Uh, being promoted is not enough for me. I want to finish first. Like this, we can, 
we can maybe uh, give a good apologize to uh, to the fans because mm. we 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 um, we were really really poor last uh, last season. Mm-hmm. And Christian, staying on the, the the topic of the end of last season, of course, it was uh, a, a really sort of tight um, uh, uh, conclusion to the season, and it went right up until the death, right uh, uh, on 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 the final day. Um, and really, when you look at the table, there was there was very little in it. You know, it was it was just a point essentially. Um, so when you look back in hindsight, um, I, I know it might be difficult to do, but is there is there like one game you think to yourself, man, like you know, we we could have got over the line if we just won that game, or if we just drawn this game, or or like, is there any uh, game that stands out to you in particular when you think about the missed opportunity of last season? Not game, but games. Uh, we 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 were leading at home against Everton to two zero uh, two minutes before the half time, and uh, at the end uh, at the end of the half time it was two two, and we conceded last minute uh, last minute goal against ten men. Uh, we were leading at Brighton one uh, zero. We scored on goal. Uh, we were uh, drawing at Aston Villa. Uh, last minute, uh, last minute we concede. So, uh, uh, if I if I had to, to 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 pick up one game from these three, it will be for sure the game uh, against Aston Villa because when you see the the the, the league at the end, uh, if you if you if you if you take two, uh, two points to Aston Villa and uh, and get one point more, it's totally different. So, yeah, this. Uh, it was it was a lot of games, but I would say this one uh, it it hurts it hurts a lot at the end here. Yeah, you mentioned that there was a lot of uncertainty at the club with players leaving. Obviously, Abdullah Dekore's left, Danny Welbeck's left, Delafoe's left. How close were you to leaving in the summer? Because I know there's a lot of reports about maybe you moving abroad or coming back to the Premier League, and I know there were some conversations that took place. So how close were you to leaving? Uh, listen, how close? It's difficult to say because uh, at some moment you need uh, you need uh, the, 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 you 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 are not controlling the situation at one hundred percent. I had uh, and I still have four years left in my contract, so I wasn't uh, I wasn't uh, I would say this. Uh, 100% uh, deciding of, of my future, uh, but at the end of the day, I'm uh, I'm uh, I'm happy that I can uh, I can I can see at Watford, as I said in the beginning, uh, that uh, that I can with uh, with uh, with other players try to try to uh, to apologize to to the fans, but by uh, promoting uh, by promoting the team in in the Premier League, because when you look back at uh, our squad, uh, it's unacceptable to, to be in the championship today. We have players from uh, Juventus, from Barcelona. Uh, it's, 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 uh, it's unforgivable what, uh, what we did last season. How, how did you personally feel about your individual performance? Because I remember a few years ago, you was actually being linked with some of the top clubs in England. So how did you feel about your individual performance last season? Uh, when uh, when the team is relegated, it's difficult to say that one player play good. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think that 
Yeah, it's obvious that uh, me and uh, another player, we were not at the, at at our best level uh, for for 38 games. Uh, yes, there were some games where we we were uh, we were really good. Some period where we were uh, really good. Uh, but when you see the bigger picture, uh, nobody was at at his uh, proper level uh, last season, and that's why that's why we are in the ch- championship today. Mm-hmm. And you know what, Christian, earlier on, um, Dej touched on the fact that obviously last season was a very uh, interesting one, given, given the circumstances with, with COVID. But when I, when I look at your, your time at, at Watford so far, it's also been quite um, a, a bit of an interesting situation because uh, I think it was uh, Walter Mazzari who was um, at the helm when you arrived in 2016. And since then, you've had six different managers, right? And I've always wanted to understand what that's like for the, the, the dressing room and the morale in the dressing room, you know, when, when, when things are changing so frequently, you know, is that a time that the, the, the team sort of gets around each other and has to be even more uh, solid and, and, and in one, one unit versus other times? Like, how, what, how, did, how does it impact you guys in, in the dressing room when there's so much change at a club? Yeah, it has, uh, it has a, a massive impact because you need to change everything every time that a manager is changed. Uh, it's, not, uh, it's not the same habit, it's not the same rules, it's not the same way to, to play football. So you need, uh, you need to change everything and it's, it's, not, it's not easy to, 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 you know, to have some, uh, some co- cohesion on, on the long term. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, at some point, especially uh, last season, uh, when uh, Kike Sanchez Flores were sacked, we 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 were uh, looking at ourselves and said, "If you change the manager third times, maybe the problem is not the manager. Maybe it's, it's us the problem." So, um, and that's why I think in the beginning with Nigel Person we we did so well because at that moment we said. We cannot um, we cannot change manager again. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we did uh, two two games before before the end. But yeah. we were like, yeah, listen, you you can bring ten manager, but if us the player we don't do the job on the pitch, it it won't it won't work. So uh, we 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 try to to to, to take our responsibility and and try to to not hide behind the manager every time because at the end of the day. Uh, we are res- responsible about uh, what is happening on the pitch. I mean, if you if you if you lose so many points at uh, the 19th minute of the game, it's not because the manager was bad or the tactic of the manager was bad. It's because we did a mistake on the pitch and we were not um, we were not good enough on the pitch. So, so yeah, it's difficult every time to change manager because uh, you like to have some. Um, uh, continuity in your in your work, some uh, to 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 do the same thing uh, for a couple of years to to try to to build uh, to build something good. Yes. Yeah, Budge makes an excellent point. Um, yeah, it goes back down to the Pozo owners. They're a you know conglomerate that owns several Italian clubs, and they've had a culture of hiring and firing. And from speaking to Watford fans, they want to know how the culture is like. How is it like working in that environment? Like, what what do you players in the dressing room feel? Like, do you feel when the results are going bad, you know, the manager is going to get sacked, or how, how do you feel? 
Yeah, we feel uh, we feel we feel bad. We feel uh, we feel re- really uh, we feel the pressure because uh, the, the the owner put us on the pressure when we don't get the result that he wants. Uh, when you look back uh, two seasons ago, we were uh, we were in the FA Cup final and we were competing for top ten finish. And uh, when you lost uh, when you lost three games at the beginning of the next season. We get the pressure from uh, from from the club, and everybody knows that um, Gino Gino Pozzo is someone uh, really ambitious. He wants he wants to do good uh, good thing with uh, with his football teams. And if there is one uh, percent or two percent of chance that uh, maybe somebody in uh, in the squad or in the club will be on his road to to this uh, success. Uh, successful way he will he will he will act uh, in consequences and it can be the manager it can be the the players it can be uh, i don't know maybe the the chef in the kitchen uh, I, i mean everybody is under pressure at the club because um, because everybody knows that Gino is ambitious and he wants to 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 make uh, to make big things with uh, with Watford but you see working in that environment does that sort of hand all of the power to the players Because there's been a culture over so long that you know if results don't go our way, the manager's going to get sacked. So you as players, do you think that gives you an excuse to kind of almost not perform well? No, because if you don't perform well, the next season maybe you uh, will bring another player to play at your position, and uh, uh, it's not uh, it's not uh, it's not a good thing for a player to think like this because. If you are an ambitious player, you want to play as well, uh, maybe in the top teams in the world. But if you if you start with this mentality, yes, uh, maybe I'm not playing, so I will create problem, or uh, I don't want to be with the manager, so we play bad like this is sack. You will not get the 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 the, the big career that maybe you dream you dream of. So uh we don't get any advantage to to go on the pitch and be negative i think everybody wants wants to win after this question of moment this question of of dynamic uh, uh but we want uh, we want the win and uh, when you as i said when you play the fa cup final the next season you want to compete again for the fa cup final you want to compete again for the top 10 uh, the top 10 finish you don't want to to be involved in a relegation battle How do you ad- adhere to a manager's instructions, knowing that if they have a bad run, they could potentially be out of the door? So, how do you buy into a manager's philosophy when they're not possibly getting results at a current moment, knowing that the owners can just pull the trigger instantly? We have to, we have to, because in football you never know. Uh, even if a manager gets uh, five, six bad results. Maybe uh, the the next two results will be positive, uh, and so the manager will not be under pressure anymore. So you need to, you need to do your job. Uh, you need to give everything it's possible on the pitch and uh, be professional because we are paid to to try to give everything on the pitch. Of course, sometimes you can have a bad day, but you need to tr- to give everything on the pitch and. Uh, And uh, and do what the manager wants you to do because it's your work, it's uh, it's your obligation as a football player. If uh, if I was working uh, in a supermarket and I 
and I don't follow the instruction of my uh, of my uh, of my manager, I will get problems. So, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, it's true. We are uh, we are in a good position as football player. We we cannot start to think. Uh, yeah, I want to sack the manager, so I will do this or. Uh, if I'm not in the mood. Uh, I don't want to train now. We need to, we need to realize that we are uh, we are blessed and uh, we have the chance to do, uh, to do a passion as a as a as a as a work. So when you are on the when you are on the pitch, you need to to give 100%, no matter if the manager will last one, two, uh, or three three years. Yeah. You think that horrific, you know, FA Cup final defeat almost took the confidence out of the players? Because to me, Javi Grazza was a very good manager. Do you almost feel like the players lost faith in him after that game? I don't think so. Uh, I just think that when we start the season, we were thinking, yes, we we finish eleventh, uh, the, the 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 best result for 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 the club. We we did an FA Cup final, so. Next season we will go on the pitch and everything will be easy. But you know, in the Premier League, uh, everybody can uh, go on the market and buy uh, and buy a uh, forty million players. So all the teams were ready to to beat us and uh, and, and try to to take uh, to take our place. And maybe we were not ready mentally to mm. to go again and fight. And we were thinking, yeah, we we play by Brighton home. Uh, we beat them. Uh, couple of times the the, the, the the previous season so it will be easier and at the end you finish with a 3-0 three, three in your head and you don't have you don't have time to to think about this that next the, the, the week after you need to play Everton and you get uh, a defeat as well and um, and after these two results we were in a in a very not not bad situation but we were with a lot of negativity uh, already on, uh, on us and a lot of pressure and we were playing West Ham or who spent a lot of money uh, the, 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 the previous summer and and were in a positive mood. So at the end of the first three weeks, we, we had zero points. And uh, and when you when you start very bad like this, it's difficult after to... to, to 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 get uh, to get point uh, easier. You know what, Christian? I wanted to ask you about, um, I guess, really the last ten years of your career, because over this period of time, you you made the transition from centre forward to uh, to centre half, um, and I think it was quite late. I think you were twenty. I think, was it twenty three? Twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. When, um, when 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 you made that transition, right now. It's interesting because I, I remember once I had a conversation with somebody who told me that the, the, the most natural switch in terms of position is from striker to centre-half because, you know, you, you, you understand the, the, the mindset, the movement, um, the runs of a striker. Um, so it, it bodes well for you transitioning into, into centre-half. But I'm of the belief that you, we've seen more... Um, transitions from like players that have played in wide positions to central positions. So you think of players like Bastian Schweinsteiger, Santi Cazorla, um, David Silva, Juan Mata. These guys were all wide players and they moved in, in into more central positions. So I guess I wanted to ask you, you know, is it, 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 in, in your case, was it a very uh, natural move for you? Was it, was it a difficult one? Do, do you agree that 
it is a um you know in in terms of the different positions that that, that players can can um you know uh, swap and change for is is the striker to the center half the the most natural one uh for me it was a strange one it was strange because uh, uh when uh, when i went on the pitch on the training pitch to to start the training and the manager came to me and said listen we have a, a player injured in defense. He will not be back for the start of the season. I will put you there and we will see. I was like, yeah, yeah, we will see. <laughs> we will see, but you, 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 you react like, yeah, I will do. I was reacting like I do this training, but at the end of the training, I will call my, uh, my agent to, to find me something else because I don't want to be a, a defender. And uh, everybody in the team was starting, was starting uh, calling me, yeah, go, let's go, Marcel Desailly, uh, let's go, show me what you got, and all this stuff. So, so yeah, it was, it was really strange, and it, it's not, it's not really natural because, yeah, you, you can go from striker to midfielder and after defender, but from striker to defender at 23, it's. It's really un- unusual, but obviously it was uh, it was uh, maybe the best best thing happened in in my career, and uh, and I'm uh, and I'm glad that uh, that I did uh, I did well at that position. Yeah, so um, Christian, as you were saying, you've played with players that have played at Barcelona, Juventus, top clubs. You've got a player in your team, Ismail Lazar. I want to speak about him heavily because this is someone that has been linked, you know, with a move to Manchester United as a possible alternative to Jadon Sancho. We saw Crystal Palace put in a heavy, heavy bid for him. You've played with top attackers in European football. You've played with Kevin De Bruyne, Hazard. Do you think Ismail Lassar has what it takes to get to that top, top level? Yeah, he has the potential. He has the potential for sure after it's it's uh, how we how he's working uh, every every day. How 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 our luck uh, as well he, he gets during his career in terms of avoiding injuries, avoiding missing a lot of games. But obviously, he has he has a good technique. He's so fast uh, in one on one. It's really difficult to play with it, to play against him. So. Yeah, he has he has everything to to be a top top player. It's just question now to to work uh, day by day and see uh, see uh, see if it's possible to to maintain this uh, this uh, this uh, this form this uh, this uh, this ability uh, on on the long term. So how good can he be? Because we saw him at his devastating best when he absolutely destroyed Liverpool last season to take their unbeaten <laughs> record. <laughs> how good is he? Yeah, he's, uh, as I said, he's really, really good. Uh, uh, he, 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 it was even a problem for us last season at uh, post-lockdown post because he was so good that at some point... Mm-hmm. Our tactic was, uh, yeah, give the ball to Ismar. He will really <laughs> <with> the rest. <laughs> but but you, 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 you cannot do that when, uh, when, when the guy just arrived in England and he's, mm. he's only 21 years old. But this is another subject. But to talk about Ismar, yeah, that, 
that sum up uh, the, 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 the the quality he has uh, leading uh, leading the the, the 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 front line like like he did last season. It wasn't easy, but he did it really well. Uh, so I hope he will uh, he will he will play again in the Premier League with me with Watford and uh, and after uh, yeah. He, he has uh, he has everything uh, that he he needs to have to be a top top player. Mm, so how is he as um, a character? Because when he first came into the Premier League, he wasn't playing games, and there was a lot of outcry from the outside saying, "Is Mailer? He should be playing games. He's quality." And we sort of saw those images at Anfield where he was speaking to Sadio Mane, and obviously Troy Deeney walked past, and Sadio said, "Troy." Look after his mailer. Look after him. So, how is he as a man? Yeah, in the beginning, he was really shy. Uh, he, he, he didn't he, he didn't uh, speak uh, so so much. But now he's uh, yeah, he's a really really good guy. He's really funny. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't he doesn't speak good English, but he's really funny even with the with the English uh, English guy uh, in the team. So. Uh, so yeah, he has uh, he has a good uh, a good personality. He's uh, he's a good man. Uh, he keeps uh, his feet on the ground, and uh, and I think yeah, he, he doesn't really need someone to to take care of him now uh, mm. because he's well settled in the team, well settled in England. Uh, so um, so yeah, it's, it's a real pleasure to 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 be to be with him uh, every day. You know what, Christian, I wanted to ask you about another player that you've played with in the past. So he was your your strike partner uh, uh, a few years ago when I think you were playing at, at Marlin at the time. Yeah, in, in yeah it's Venteke, right? Christian Venteke, yeah. Of course. So he's obviously currently applying his trade uh, in the Premier League for, for Crystal Palace. And we know over the past few seasons, you know, he's, he's had a lot of issues with, with injuries and been in and out of the team. And so... He's, he's unfortunately not been able to, you know, re- regain the form that he, he had when he first sort of burst on the scene at, at Palace. I think in his first season, he had like 15 goals in, in, in 30-odd appearances, right? So I guess I, I wanted to ask you, you know, do you feel that this season he could, um, you know, he's got what it takes to, to, to regain and, and find that form again? Do you, do you, you know, you, you, you've, you've worked with him closely, you know, you, you know him behind the scenes. You know, um, do, do you feel like he he can find that form again? Yes, of course. Uh, he still uh, he still have time to to try to 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 find uh, to find his form again. Uh, he just need uh, that couple of goals uh, in uh, in a row in uh, in uh, in one two 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 games two three games, and he will get his uh, his confidence uh, boosted. Uh, so of course it's not easy now that he is he, not uh, maybe the number one for 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 Ryerson. But uh, if uh, I'm sure he, he just need uh, this goal, he will uh, will uh, take all the pressure off him uh, because I was striker. I was in in that position when when you don't score for 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 a long time, a long period, you just feel that. Uh, yeah, I need to score on this one. I need to score on this one, and you are not maybe um, natural in your in your movement, natural in your finishing because you you are so obsessed with the, with the goal uh, that you you don't do things uh, like like you should do. So it's just question to 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 stay to stay on the pitch and um, 
and uh, avoid injuries and uh, have uh, three, four games, five games. It depends uh, how long the, the manager will, will wait for him to score. And as soon as he will score, he will be the, 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 the Christian Benteke that we we knew from uh, from Aston Villa and from uh, and from Liverpool, yeah. You know what's interesting, Christian? I just want to get your view on the debate about ball playing centre-backs or defenders first. Where do you stand? Do you feel that you need to be great on the ball or is it defend first and I don't mind how I am on the ball. It's all about defending and stopping goals from going in. Uh, we need to find uh, the right balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, if you can be a ball playing centre-back, but at the end, if... Uh, if uh, if you lose every game uh, by two or three goals, what's the point to to have good centre back with the, with the ball? Uh, I mean, uh, you need to, it's a question to find the right balance and uh, to find uh, to 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 be to be good on the ball, of course, because now uh, the, the, the 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 football uh, changed and uh, you cannot just get the ball and uh, kick the ball out or kick the ball away but you need uh, you need as well as a defender uh, uh, recognize the situation where you can uh, play from from the back and maybe sometimes put uh, put uh, put a ball in the stand uh, at the end it's just question about uh, being efficient you need to be efficient in what you do and uh, now you, every every manager starts from the back, so you need to be uh, you need to be the this quality with uh, with the ball for sure. But I repeat, you need to be as well efficient and recognize when you can do it, when uh, when you cannot do it. Yeah, I want to talk about your international career. You've made two caps for Belgium against Holland and Japan. Um, how is it? You know, playing in such a team that's littered with talent. You know, you've had probably the best centre-back or one of the best centre-backs in Premier League history in Vincent Company, Toby Alderweireld, the Jan Vertonghen. It was the best. Company? Yeah. Wow. Kamba, yeah. that's going to cause a debate <laughs> in history. I think so, yeah. What, better than Rio? Van Dijk? Yeah, of course. Ooh, <laughs> this is going <laughs> to... Why, why do you say so, Christian? Why? Because maybe... Uh, me, I know uh, company since since he started at 16 years old, and uh, and maybe that's 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 the thing that people don't know that at 16 years old he was already that good, and uh, in terms of of leadership, in terms of at the training, I mean I saw him at the training with the Belgium national team, and he's the same uh, as on the pitch in official game, and uh, that's that's what makes me say that it's. It's probably the the, the, the the best in the in the in the Premier League uh, Premier League story. If if not the best, it's for sure it's top two. Wow. Easy the top two central back. I I I I don't see on a yes Van Dijk is is really 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 good, but for the moment he just won the. When I compare with company, uh, I don't. I'm not saying that Van Dijk is not good, but I compare him with with company. Company won a couple time, uh, couple of times the, the Premier League. One day at the moment he just has one. Uh, so so yeah, it's re- it's really tight, really tight. But I will give yeah the first place to to company. I, uh, so Kamba, yeah. in the current game, in the current game for me there's a real dearth of centre backs. 
there's not that much quality in my opinion. There's probably Van Dyke at the very top right now. Then you're literally picking bones out of the rest in my opinion. So right now in the current game, who is your top five centre backs that are currently playing football? Uh, right now I would say Sergio Ramos. Sergio Ramos, uh, Van Dijk, uh, uh, yeah, it's not it's not easy to to say th- uh, five like this. Mm, that's the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So, which centre backs have you got your eye out? Thinking, you know what, this boy. He can become potentially the next big thing. Are there any young mm. centre backs up and coming that you've got your eye on that you're interested in? Uh, there is uh, there is the guy in Leipzig. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's my guy. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not watching uh, a lot of uh, Dutch football, but I saw him in the Champions League uh, quarter final or semi final, and I was like impressed because he takes the ball he, he runs with the ball and after in the duel he's so strong so uh, so yeah it, it, it can be really really good uh, centre back here Cubs very quickly sorry boy just a quick question because there was a big upheaval um, after the Virgil van Dijk injury um, Jordan Pickford with that horrendous tackle but have you ever felt like a player has gone out to do you personally or that just doesn't happen in football? Yes, it's a, it can happen. It can mm-hmm. happen for, for some reason. You know, sometimes players uh, have some words in uh, one game and after in the next game, you just remember what this guy said and you, you just go and said, yeah, I will go strong on him. But I, I don't think that any player in the world wants to injure another one. Uh, you want maybe to go really strong on him, uh, maybe to scare him, uh, maybe to say, hey, "Listen, I'm, today I'm here. It's my uh, it's my territory." But I can't imagine that a player wants to injure another one because it's really tough uh, when you see now Van Dijk is out for seven, eight months, nine months. It's 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 really tough, and uh, nobody wants to be in that position, especially uh, uh, when you. When you know how hard is it to come back from an injury, so what was your thoughts on the tackle? Uh, listen, it's, 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 it's difficult. It's difficult to to um, to, to 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 try to understand what uh, Pickford was thinking because, as I said, I can't imagine that a football player wants to injure injure another one. Uh, First, you will get a big, big suspension, uh, three, four games, uh, and then you 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 just um, put some difficulties in in a, in a, in a somebody in in the life of somebody else. So you need to be a really, really bad person to 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 do it on purpose. So I I I t- I'm tend to to think that yeah, it was it was really bad accident it was probably avoidable yes but um, there was no I, I, I hope I hope that there was no one player in the world that go on the pitch and said uh, I will uh, I will injure someone today yeah. 
No, that makes sense. Well said, um, Kaba. Um, I wanted to say, uh, obviously, you're playing with a golden generation, as people call it, in Belgium. You're the same age as Kevin De Bruyne, Eden Hazard. These are players with world-level ability. Just speaking about Eden Hazard quickly, um, he's someone that took the Premier League by storm, You know, got his massive, massive move to Real Madrid. And you still hear a lot of people say that maybe he just plays the game for fun and almost questioning his temperament that he hasn't got that sort of killer instinct to make at Real Madrid. I know he's been injured and there's been some bad luck in some quarters, but how is he like as a person and do you see him making a success of his time at Real Madrid? Yeah, I think he has a, he has all the all the abilities to to be the the player of the team, the the, the next the next Cristiano Ronaldo there. Um, uh, he was really unlucky with the, with the injuries, um, especially the, the the second one when it was uh, Thomas Thomas Meunier who, who injured him. So uh, so yeah, he was really unlucky unlucky with that. Um, after yeah, as a person, he's he's really really good person. He's not thinking. Yes, I'm. I'm Eden Hazard. Uh, I don't. I don't care about you. Or I'm. Um, I'm think I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I'm over uh, anyone else. He's really open. Really, really funny guy. And uh, and yeah, but he has the, the the vision of football about you know. Uh, I want to enjoy football. Uh, uh, for him, football is not uh, is not only about stats, about scoring goals, about assists. He just wants to enjoy and 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 play football. Uh, maybe he will he will need to change this in his mind. Now he's uh, at maybe probably one of the biggest biggest world in the world, and he needs maybe to 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 try to be more uh, more selfish and uh, more looking for 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 his stats because. At the end of the day, will be compared with uh, with Cristiano Ronaldo, even if Cristiano Ronaldo is another player from another planet. But people uh, are respecting a lot, a lot for him now that he's playing uh, for for this big team. So he will uh, he will have uh, he will have uh, uh, a lot of people maybe to convince. But but me, I'm sure I, he will uh, he will succeed there. Last one from me, um, Christian. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Um, racism in football. You've been, you know, abused racially online and you said it's, it's, it's a disgrace, it's disgusting. And I feel you even said that it's worse online than what it is in stadiums. So how do you feel about racism on social media? Yeah, for me, it's, uh, uh, as you said, it's, it, it's worse that um it was then uh, a people who is in a, in a stadium who, who, who do something like this because in the stadium you have kind of excuse and even it's not an excuse but you are in the around the uh, you are surrounded by the 10,000 people who are doing the same thing with uh, alcohol sometimes you do stupid things so you just do a, a stupid thing uh but when uh, when you do it on social media, it's like now I'm uh, I'm at home. Uh, I will pick up my phone. I will go on uh, on uh, on the social media of a player, and I will start to read. And oh no, this is not good. So he re- he, he, he delete the message, and after he write a new one, maybe more aggressive. You know, so you have time to think about what you are doing. Mm-hmm. You can you can start to to write the message, and after say no, what I'm doing is not good. So I will not send it. 
but when you press the button send the message that means you had time to reflect on what you are doing and you know that it's not good uh, so that's why I said it was it was worse uh, than uh, than something happened in the stadium because you have plenty of time to to reflect and plenty of time to to not uh, to not doing it yeah I, I couldn't agree more with you Christian and honestly we all know that you know social media platforms should be doing more right it's it's always there's always a question oh should they be doing more we all know that they should but why they're not doing more about it is 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 what um, I'm dumbfounded by to be quite honest um, what what I wanted to ask you Christian is taking things actually off the the field right now, I know that um, Congo is a place that uh, you hold dear to your heart because your, your parents are from there. And of course, we, we see all of the, you know, really, really sad things that are happening in, in, in Congo at the moment. I guess what I wanted to ask you is, um, you know, what really what, what Congo means to you and, and maybe further down the line, once you've finished playing or what, uh, and whatnot, do, do you ever see yourself maybe going back to um, do uh, sort of any charity work over over there, perhaps? Yes, Congo is, a, is, a, is the country where where I was born, uh, so it's it's a special uh, special country for me for sure. Um, I, I planned to 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 go to go there in 2016, but when I get the the call up from uh, from the Belgium national team, uh, I uh, I had to cancel everything. So I was disappointed, and after I didn't have the chance uh, to to go to go back there. So uh, so yeah, I, I was thinking about this uh, a long time ago. That after my career, I, I will try to 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 be involved in terms of charity because uh, you know when you do this kind of thing, you you need to follow uh, to follow the process. You, you need to be able to go there or whenever you want. And I'm not sure that now I I have the possibility to do that. But as soon as uh, my career is finished, I will uh, I will I will work and uh, try to find some uh, something to do up there because my parents my parents grew up there. I know the situation there. I know where uh, how, uh, how how they they grew up. It wasn't easy. It's not easy for a lot of people there. So I'm uh, I'm I'm um, I'm in good position now to help to help people, and I need uh, I need to not forget uh, from where I from, and uh, I will uh, I will think about something else. Now, well said, Christian. Um, yeah, turning attentions back to obviously Belgium. Have you had conversations with Roberto Martinez about a potential spot in the Euro 21 squad? And do you believe that playing in the championship will, you know, be detrimental to your chances of actually making the squad next year? Uh, yes, I spoke. Uh, I spoke with him. I spoke with him, and uh, and uh, obviously, what uh, what we talk about it's between him, uh, him and me. But I, I'm, I'm still thinking that I have the possibility to to be call up. Uh, I mean, if if Watford uh, is uh, is a uh, is first uh, with uh, ten fifteen points uh, more than the second, uh, and that I mean important in the team, an important player in the team, I think I uh, I still have the possibility to get uh, to get my chance at at the end of the season. Uh, 
but you know there is a lot of things that you you can control uh, injuries uh, maybe even the, the the covid situation uh, we don't know how how it will be uh, next week or into in two or three weeks so it's difficult to to see uh, so long uh, so long forward so i try to to take game by game see uh, see if i if i can uh, keep uh, keep a high level and uh, and stay uh, stay available for for the national team and for for the next uh, the next call up yeah Christian, final question for me. Um, again, this isn't uh, necessarily a, a question which is a, a, about you know you on on the pitch, but more so about you at home. So the man that is Christian Cavadelli. You you're multilingual, so you speak uh, German, French, Dutch, and English, right? I speak German. I thought I thought you spoke German. Thank yeah, you. I, I, thought, I thought as well. <laughs> so, which which languages do you speak, Christian? French, so, Dutch, English. Yeah, as as I said to 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 the club, sometimes I speak uh, uh, a little bit of everything, uh, but but the the, the 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 language that I I speak well uh, is French, uh, English, a uh, little bit of Dutch. Yeah, a little bit of Spanish, a little bit of e- Italian. Oh, wow, uh, okay. Yeah, but it's a little bit of everything. So it's, I, I can't keep a conversation in that, in that language, but yeah. uh, I can understand because it's, it's quite similar um, as French. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, but German, yeah. Uh, I can only say uh, Ich liebe dich. <laughs> I don't actually know what, <laughs> what does it mean, but I can, it's the only thing that I can say. <laughs> the, the reason why I was going to ask Christian because I wanted to know, um, you know, which which language you speak. I know you have a son, a young son, so I was going to ask which language you speak to him at home, and I wanted to know, you know, how important you feel it was for him to have uh, multiple languages and understand multiple languages as well. Yeah, so uh, so at home we speak uh, we speak French uh, because my uh, my wife uh, my wife only only speak French. Uh, but he started school uh, last last year, and uh, since uh, since this year he he, sp- he speak uh, quite uh, quite good English. So um, so yeah, it's really important for for him to have uh, to have uh, this in his mind that it's not only about uh, speak one language, or it's not only only about uh, people from the same the same country or the same culture uh, in my family we have plenty of culture my friend as well come from from different countries so um, I think uh, my my family is quite uh, the, 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 the the small represent, representation of, of the world now uh, we are not close in the same uh, in the same uh, in the same culture and this is the this is the best thing uh, that happened in my life. No, well said, Kaba. Um, yeah, just finally, you know, it's been a pleasure to have you on the platform. You've provided so much insight into football, general topics. It's been a real pleasure. Like, if there was one message that you're going to give Watford fans tuning into this podcast, what would it be? Uh, I I want I want to win the championship. 
simple as that. And I think it's the same. Uh, it's the same. Uh, the same thing for for all uh, all the players in the changing room today. Uh, and I I repeat, I want to win the championship and not getting promoted because I think that there is big difference with the, with the two. Uh, you can be promoted by finish fifth. Um, uh, by finish. Uh, uh, yeah, fifth or sixth in the playoffs. Yeah, and after doing the doing the playoff is not the same as being champion in the championship. So mm-hmm. for me, it's really important, and uh, I don't think there was need to to say yes. I I'm sorry uh, because last season we 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 were relegated, or I apologize because we were relegated. To be honest, for me, this words it's it's it's, it's bullshit. It's what's happened on the pitch. Uh, yeah. It matters, and and uh, if we get uh, if we get champion, this will be the the the, the best uh, the best uh, 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 apologize that we can uh, we can give to mm-hmm. the fans. Oh, it's been brilliant. Absolutely, I think that's perfect. There's, there's yeah. nothing need to say. That's the best way we could have ended this uh, this um, this this interview. Thank you so much, Christian. We really thank appreciate you. It taking the time to speak to us we're gonna wrap it up there once again i want to remind you if you haven't yet liked this video please make sure you do and subscribe to our youtube channel too um you can follow us on twitter at podcast underscore tbg and on instagram at pod underscore tbg and we've got a lot more coming your way so make sure you stay locked stay tuned and continue to share uh, uh, our episodes and content with all of your friends family members work colleagues so on and so forth. We're going to call it a day and wrap it up there until the next episode. Over and out. Peace. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash Internet for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.